opposite parts of the country, and we're inviting you to listen in on our conversations about everything from money and manifesting to dating and big life changes. We'll offer two different perspectives to help you navigate whatever it is you're going through. Because we've likely been there, done that, or are going through it too. Whether you have a sister or not, you'll either relate or feel like you do as you listen in each week to new episodes. So welcome to Go Call Your Sister. Let's have some fun. Hey guys, welcome to episode five. This is a badass episode. We can't wait for you to hear our conversation today. We talk with someone that we love so much. Yeah, this is such a fun episode for us. We're talking with Anna Grace Newell. She is one of our favorite people in the world. I met her through Allie. She's one of Allie's best friends. Mm -hmm. And she's joining us today to talk all things manifesting, crystals. Human design, all of the things that we would normally talk about, but we're recording today. Yeah. This really is such a genuine conversation because this is how our conversations go when it's me, Allie, and Anna Grace all just like hanging out. Yeah. It was a fun one for sure. Yeah. Well, we are still, Bird and I are still sitting here side by side. Cheek, cheek <laughs> by cheek. Cheek to cheek. We're sitting so close to each other because we have to use one microphone because when we use two, it picks up on the other microphone. So I just want you guys to envision me and Allie, one microphone in our faces, <laughs> like very close together. And that's how we're recording episode five. That's where we're at. But I am sad because you're leaving today. I know. But then I'll see you in four, four, days. four to five business days. <laughs> <laughs> We've had a great break, though. I think that it was very needed. Yeah, this was a great, successful Thanksgiving break. There was a lot of joy this week, which was good. And we really just enjoyed being together. Yeah, I feel like holidays can sometimes carry that, like, ugh, a lot of pressure and stuff. But this was really a joyful holiday for us. We had a completely sober holiday. We have not drank all week, which is the first time ever in the history of our family. And it's actually been so nice. I feel like I'm not leaving here hungover feeling puffy, exhausted, run down. Yeah. So we have two family members in recovery, which is very new. They're young recoveries. Young recoveries. (laughs) Yeah. And I think that as a family, we've been, we've come together to be really supportive. And that means that none of us drank this Thanksgiving, Yeah, which was great. I think that we had a lot of good times together that we wouldn't have enjoyed fully if it were for alcohol. It did not take away from the experience at all. Like we had a very, it was almost like it elevated it because no one was like, no one got mad at each other. It did elevate it. And, you know, we played a lot of games and our family is super competitive. So sometimes when you mix our competitiveness with alcohol, it does not end pretty. And it was really fun. It was just a fun week. Yeah. Moral to the story, fun week, very joyful. Lots of football was watched. Lots of Things were consumed food-wise. Lots of games played. Yeah. Great week. I'm really sad for Allie and Wynn to leave today. It's like my first time, honestly, since being home that I'm going to be like by myself. I mean, mom mom and dad will clearly be here as well. But I have a lot of things coming up. Let's start talking about what we're excited about. Or do you want to start with highs and lows? Let's start with highs and lows. Okay, yeah. We're going to start with our highs and lows for the week now that we've talked about. We've kind of already shared. That was a general high. Yeah, general high. Okay. Allie, let's kick us off. Okay. So specifically this week, my high was honestly my birthday because... (laughs) I knew you were going to say that. I don't even know why you're waiting, like pausing to think. I thought about... If I wanted to go that route, but yeah, I do. Go that so route. here we go. Here we go. It was such a joyful day. I think that that was like the first day that everyone was just like super joyful. So <laughs> I started the day. I got up. I was able to run with dad, um, which was a great way to start the year off. And then you and mom surprised me with a picnic. Thank you. Yeah. Posh picnics. It was perfect. It was so fun. We just sat outside in the sun. We 
ate. We had my favorite Great American cookies. Um, we painted, which was just so calming and peaceful. Yeah, that was so fun. Yeah, shout out to Posh Picnics Oxford. I'm going to tag them in the show notes, but they really delivered. Like, I doubted this little town. I doubted it heavily to have a Posh Picnic business because, you know, you see them on Instagram, but I was like, no way Oxford has a bougie picnic business and they do mm-hmm. and it's relatively new so check that out that was fun though yeah I that day and then we finished the day with dinner at city grocery we walked around one of my favorite restaurants we walked around the square looked at the christmas lights and you know i think i mentioned this last week but the intention for this year for me is joy and seeking joy cultivating joy and so i started journaling this year every day at the end of each day i write down something that brings me joy or that brought me joy in that day and i want to look back at it and a year from now and see all of the places where I found joy every single day. I found a grateful journal in San Diego and I've started doing that every night before I go to sleep. And it's literally just like a very easy, like prompted journal. It's like three things I was grateful for today. And it's Mm -hmm. like, it takes literally 10 seconds. But yeah. And even just looking back on this past week of the things that brought me joy every day, it's, it's just so cool to see. Yeah. Love that. All right. Hit us with the low. You started with the high. That was different. Oh yeah. I did start with the high. Okay. I'll end with the low. I think my low this week is seeing people I love struggle. And, you know, as much as a joyful week that this was, I feel like, you know, the first holiday in sobriety is hard. Mm -hmm. You know, I think it it was hard for members of our family who are going through that and just not being able to really make it better. You just have to kind of sit with them and bring the joy where you can. And I think we did a good job of that. Yeah, I think a lot of people, honestly, listening to this can probably relate, I think, it's really more common than we think to have family members who are in recovery and like dealing with sobriety. I think that the first of everything is kind of hard, like first birthday, first holiday, first this. And holidays are so centered around drinking a lot of the time that you have those like past traditions, you know, Mm -hmm. it's never fun to watch someone struggle, but also like through struggling, I feel like the biggest blessings come from that. Yeah. And I think that when we look back on this time together, we'll see the joy and the happiness that we had this week. And I think it's something that you have to choose. So I think that was my low, but I feel like you can circle that back around into a high. True. So my high of the week. Oh, let's see. Honestly, probably watching the Egg Bowl with my dad, watching Ole Miss and Mississippi State game with my dad and just watching him be so joyful when we when we won. So like my dad and I honestly like we bond the most over sports and like watching football together. We've always done that um since I was younger and so like this whole week and we just watched so many games together and like just his joy. That was probably my high honestly. Mm-hmm. That was a that. good one. I'm trying to think though. Oh, We've done a lot this another, week. Another another high I think was playing what do you meme? Oh yeah. We had the best time and just like seeing everyone belly laugh. It was really fun. Allie's ambushing my high time. But yeah, that was also a high. I think honestly, like the Egg Bowl was a high, obviously. And also just like I was around a lot of people that I love so much this week all in Mm -hmm. one place. And I think being like having been so far away and not being with like really anyone in a while, having everyone together, like Mm -hmm. literally just going to bed at night and being like, oh, we're all in one house. This is so cute. That was a high for me. Yeah, um, for sure. And then my low, honestly, um yeah okay I would say my low currently is how sore my body is right now because I went back to my favorite gym in Oxford shed um shed fitness I did that all senior year like part of junior year me and Libby my best friend would do it like literally every single morning we lived together last year and I went back yesterday and that was kind of a high for me because I was so excited to go back but in this morning I feel like I really was ran over by like a large train or bus so yeah my (laughs) soreness today is definitely a low but Honestly, yeah. Good week. 
I had a great time with you this week. I'm glad we got to be together and to transition into what we're excited about. I am very pumped. We are going to the beach next weekend. Oh, you took mine. Well, we can have the same thing. (laughs) (laughs) We're both excited because we're going to the beach. We're both bringing friends. Yes. We're going down to Watercolor, which is next to Seaside in Florida. And honestly, I can't wait. And I feel like this is a great time of the year to go because it's going to be quiet and we can just relax and hang out and just be together before the craziness of the holidays. Yeah, I feel like I'm so pumped to go to the beach in the winter because you know, in the summer, it's like, go, go, grab your shit, like get your beach chairs, get your coolers, get your towels. We're going down. We're laying in the sun all day. Like this is going to be eight a hours. very- Yeah, eight hours on the beach, clock in, clock out. This is going to be a very chill, like, you know, put your sweatpants on, go down, look at the water. Get in the hot tub. Yeah. And I think our friends get along so well with each other. Yeah, which is kind of crazy because, like, we do have a pretty, like, big age difference. But, like, we all, when we're together, have, like, the best time. Yeah. And I'm, like, I'm, like, equally as excited to see your friends in a way as I am to see mine. Like, mm-hmm. it's just going to be one big, fun group of people. I'm excited about that, too. I have a few trips coming up. We have a few things that we're doing yeah. together. Um, Big things in December. Yeah. Something I've always, like, tried to live by is finding something to look forward to. And I think, like, when you're operating in a day-to-day life, having something that you look forward to every single day, even if it's something small, like, even if it's, like, today I'm going to do this, like, tonight. Just, like, something little, it makes you operate on such a more mm-hmm. joyful level. Even if you have to invent it for yourself. Yeah. Just come up with something. Like, or, like, you know, I'm going to go get my favorite five daughter donuts tomorrow just because it brings me joy. Yeah. I've always operated on finding something to look forward to. And right now we have so many things to look forward to. Yeah. It's exciting. So I'm as well. Yeah. Well, I can't wait for you guys to listen to this episode. Like I said earlier, we talk with Anna Grace. She is one of my best friends. She's an influencer. Her Instagram is at Anna Grace Newell. If you don't follow her, be sure to check her out. She is just one of the best people I know. She's such a light. We Every time I'm with her, our conversations just fill me up. And she's so supportive and so encouraging. And I think that we both are that for each other, which is a great thing. And Honestly, this is just like a conversation that we would normally have together and we recorded it. Anna Grace is like one of the most badass people that I know. I like before her and Allie actually became friends, I always like followed along with her on Instagram and really admired her um, when I started doing influencing, like just starting out. I would look up to her a lot and like, this girl is so awesome. Like her energy. And you know, like sometimes you see people on Instagram and you're like, wow, like they seem so amazing. I feel like in person, like- Mm -hmm they might not be that awesome. She's even better. Like when you meet her in person, you're like, how in the world can you be like so awesome? Like she's like contagiously joyful when I'm around her. I feel like I'm just like so energized and like hyped on life. Mm -hmm. And she's such a good friend to you and me. Like even with things that I've gone through in the past, like um, while doing Instagram work, like things that happened to me on social media, whatever, she's been such like a mentor to me, kind of a guiding light and a friend. And she's just awesome. So I'm so happy we got to have her on today. And she's been such a big part of my personal growth. I feel like we both learn about things or we're interested in things. And we're like, hey, did you hear about human design? Or hey, did you hear about this new book or podcast? And we're constantly sending things to each other that help each other grow. And I think that that's just a really great quality to find in someone. Yeah, I agree. I think that the best friendships allow you to grow mm-hmm. together with each other. So, and she definitely does that for you. And then through y'all being friends, I got to be a part. That's kind of how everything goes. It's like Allie does it and then I get to like tag along. That's like little sister mentality. But Little sister energy right yeah, here. Little sister energy, but I'm really excited for this episode. We're so grateful Anna Grace could join us today. Mm-hmm. And we cannot wait for you guys to listen to today's episode. So welcome Anna Grace to Call Your Sister. I feel like you and I kind of got interested in 
manifesting at the same time. We started to learn more about it. I mean, I guess it was back in our early 20s, like 23, 24, maybe before that. Yeah. I I feel like I was well, I'm one year older than you, so I was maybe 25, you were 24. But yeah, yeah. about the So same. how did how did you get started? How did you first begin manifesting? Tell us about it. I, I love this. I got really excited to tell the story because I haven't told the story in a while and it's a good one. So I went down the like the typical rabbit hole of first reading The Secret, which is like classic manifestation 101 book you see like all over TikTok. But I had never even heard of the law of attraction, like my whole life until like age 24 or 25. I was like, why didn't anyone tell me this sooner? I'm actually pissed about it (laughs) because then I was obsessed. So in the book, they give you this challenge. They're like, you're going to go out manifest. And I was like, yeah, I am. And it was like, go to a coffee shop and set the intention. You know, it gives you like a little instructions, like set the intention to manifest a cup of coffee, right? It's like your first manifesting homework in the book. Yes. And I'm like hot dog. I like put on my outfit. I got like a full face of makeup and hair. And I'm like, I'm going to meet a cute boy at the coffee shop and he's going to buy me a cup of coffee. That's going to happen because I was single at the time. And so I walked to this coffee shop that was like by my house at the time. And, you know, I had a meeting with someone. So we like do our meeting. We drink our coffee, whatever. I'm starting to pack up my stuff. No one's bought me a cup of coffee. I'm like, rude, but okay. I'm like, I was already like, I'll try again tomorrow. So I'm packing up and I have this like little denim two-tone like jacket on and I put my bag on and I kind of like turn around and there was like, the coffee shop was really crowded. So there was someone right behind me and I bumped into this girl and she was like, oh my gosh, I love your jacket. And I was like, thank you, sister. It's from forever 21. Cause I'm always looking out for, you know, my homies. And so I'm like, I'm like, let me send you a link. You really need this jacket. Well, so we start talking and it's me and this other, there's a girl with her and they're like, I don't know. They were just like, thanks for the link. Like, yay. It was so fun meeting you. And then she pulls something out of her pocket and she's like, by the way, I wanted to give you this coupon. It's for a free cup of coffee. And we just were opening a coffee shop down the road. We would love for you to come in. And I was like, I did it. I did it. I made a free cup of coffee. Like I didn't say that to her at the time, but I was like, so like, I was like, what are the chances? And I just bumped into this girl and she gives me a coupon for a free cup of coffee. Like it was just so like, random but also it's such a perfect example of how no matter what you manifest or want to manifest or whatever you're calling in the universe will always deliver but it's always in a way you least Mm -hmm. expect you know like I would have never expected that like I was prepared for someone to physically hand me a cup of coffee and say like here you go I know that's a tiny example it feels very small but it was like very aligned for me that I was like oh I know I'm on the right path like this is something I want to keep exploring and learning about I, I feel that. like I never even knew about manifesting. Everything that is in this realm, I do not, I have not like known about it until y- you and Allie, basically. Like, I remember hearing Allie talk about when you guys would hang out and talk about manifesting. And I was like, I literally don't know what that is. So I feel like, in a way, I only know about this like whole realm of the world because of you guys. So, like, yep. And I had found out about manifesting through Lacey Phillips and to be magnetic. And that's, I think, when we started talking yes. about it. Okay. So, what. Um, have you been manifesting lately? Like what's on your, what's your biggest manifestations as of lately? Oh, as of lately? Well, okay. So currently I am, so I recently launched Patreon. So I have been my top two things that I'm just really working on growing and like attracting more people to that Patreon platform, which is all about educating people on like law of attraction, a lot of this type of work. 
an up leveling their business. So I, I've been kind of like setting a number of like, okay, by six months after launch, I want to have X amount of subscribers. And I also have really been into um, creating TikTok videos. So TikTok has been an area that feels really expansive for me and also an area that I just really, I, I, the moment I have, I'm hiring some new employees, which that's another thing I'm manifesting. I need to manifest the perfect employee that understands because all of my, all of my employees are like very woo woo <laughs> right now because I need them to like understand like what's going on. And so they're all like, we understand the assignment. So I'm, I'm also manifesting one more employee because I really want to do more like video content and like short format videos, like talking about what we're do teaching on Patreon, but on TikTok. So that's kind of the area I'm looking to like grow and expand into. Um, but the crazy, you mean to go into the craziest thing? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So this was like another story that I was like, I, I feel like Ali, I've told you this story. So pretend like you haven't heard it before. <laughs> Bird, it'll probably be your first time here. But um, I always tell people whenever they're first getting into manifesting, which I know, Allie, you're really good at like listening to pings, which is like, basically, if you guys don't know what a ping is, you set the intention with the universe or God or whatever your, your belief system is, set the intention. And then you start getting these little like breadcrumbs, these little like, oh, I had like a great idea. Like we call those pings, like this random idea. And then if you follow that ping, you're taking inspired action, <clears throat> which will ultimately bring you to that manifestation. It's like the tango. You can't just like be like, oh, I want a million followers and then never make any content. You know, you got to like, you got to do your part too. So I always love to really tell people a lot about pings and taking inspired action because I feel like that's the most important part that no one really talks about on social media or TikTok or like all the places. They're like, right. I made a vision board and it all came true. And you're like, what? How? Um, I see that all the time and I'm like, yeah, I mean, that's true. What like you had to do, like follow the in-between, the in-between phase. So I wrote down, this is a point in my life, like the spring of last year, it was like coming out of like February and I was in the weirdest like lull of my life. Allie, remember like my face was really broken out. Like I've never had skin problems. Like weird stuff was happening to me. Like my skin was really broken out. I was in this very confusing, like talking phase with kind of two guys it really turned into like one that was like doing the whole like love bomb you, but then like ghost you for a day. It was like the kind that's like the most confusing. You're like, is this dating or am I getting played? I literally don't know. Like everything in my life was just like a question mark. And so I remember anytime I feel like a lot of things are really just shaky, I wrote a list and I was like, okay, before I went to bed, I wrote out a list. Like I am, you know, manifesting clear skin and I was manifesting like clarity around the situation with relationship. Cause I was totally like, I'm not understanding what's going on here. And I know when you're confused, that's a red flag. So like, what's the dealio? And there was one other thing. Oh, I was writing on, um, ways to come up with more video ideas for TikTok and reels and stuff. I was like, I'm going to focus my energy into like creating more video. Cause that's always my out. I'm like, whenever I, I can't control anything, I'm just going to like create more content. <laughs> so I write all those things down. I go to sleep. I wake up the next morning and I had the most vivid dream about my eighth grade teacher. And she was like telling me about this face scrub. She, I was like, Miss Norton, you have such pretty, pretty skin. This was like a real, this was a real thing. Like this was actually my, I dreamt it, but this was like a real like story that actually happened to me when I was in eighth grade. Eighth grade. I don't remember anything you guys from like my childhood or younger years. Like, I don't even know where this came from. So anyways, I, she tells me, she's like, 
you like she's like you will never have better skin in your life she's like I make this natural like face scrub it's like honey sugar scrub I put it on my face and like my skin's never been clear I used to have terrible acne and acne scars blah blah, blah. I like re- I like unlock this memory from eighth grade I'm 28 years old I don't know but I was like at the grocery store later that day and I was like fuck it I'm just gonna go ahead and like pop in some of these ingredients I'm gonna make the face scrub from eighth grade why not so I make the face scrub <laughs> I'm like I'm gonna record a video of me doing this because like I just look so like absurd so I record the video of me doing this face scrub and it immediately goes viral, like 2.2 million views. And I'm like, that was weird. Cause like I had dreamt this story, had forgotten it 10 years later, whatever, dreamt it. The video goes viral after like doing it for like a week or two, my skin finally, like, I don't know if I was just putting too much product on it or whatever. My skin finally was starting to clear up. And I was like, thank goodness. Then so in the course of this, like I posted it and went viral. And like two weeks later, I posted it to Instagram. It was like, this is like, cause of course, like every dermatologist and like everyone that was going to like talk smack to me on TikTok had already do edit it. But like everyone for the most part was like, this is actually a really good idea. And I was like, ha, it passed the TikTok check. And I posted that to my Instagram. Well, like two nights or I guess maybe a couple nights prior was the first time that I had run into Austin, the guy that I'm dating now. And it was, he sent me like a video at first. It was like the first message he ever sent me was like, let me know when you're ready to start a family after I ran into him the night before. And I was like, this guy is so bold. Delete, deleted his message. And <laughs> the second message he sent me was he replied to the face scrub and said something funny. Like that's not a face scrub. That's actually like uh, apple jelly from Waffle House. Cause I had this like jelly like all over my face. And I was like, oh, that's kind of funny. So all that being said, all of those things happen after I had this dream, which I acted on the dream, which was like this like little random idea, a ping, made the face scrub, the video went viral. I got like 20,000 followers from that video, my skin cleared up, and I have a beautiful, perfect boyfriend of six months. Yay for the face scrub. Love it. I actually had a really (laughs) similar thing happen to me the other day. So in Hawaii, my best friend there, her name's Blaine. She's very much like into the woo-woo. She's like basically like the facilitator of all the woo-woo stuff that we do there. But she was telling about this manifestation method she saw on TikTok. And it's like, I don't know if you've heard of it, but you get a cup of water and you speak intention into it and then you drink it. And I was like, that's so easy. Like that sounds like too good to be true. So anyways... I also was kind of in a lull in my TikTok lately. Like I had some things pop off, but I was in a lull. And like on TikTok, if you have one video go off, you can literally like shoot your followers, shoot up, you get all these deals. You know, it's like, it's crazy. It's not like Instagram really in that aspect. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I really like, I made this video like a few nights before in Hawaii, like worked on it for a few days, but I hadn't posted. And I was like, I don't know when the time's right. Like I really need a video to kind of pop off so I can like get some momentum on TikTok going which then translates over to Instagram. So I'm on the plane flying from like, I've been in California flying to Mississippi. Someone's long, long ass plane ride. And I didn't have any water, but I had a cup of sp- Sprite. <laughs> <So> <laughs> it was like the little Delta cup of Sprite. And I was like, Hmm. Cause I just paid for Wi-Fi on the plane. I was like, maybe if I post it up in the sky, like it'll skyrocket and go viral. So I'm holding this cup of Sprite and I'm like, whisperings like to people beside me were asleep but I didn't want them to think I was weird so I was like I really want this video to go viral that I'm about to post on on TikTok okay and I chugged the Sprite post it and then I lost service for like a long time because we were like in the weird part where you don't have the wi-fi anymore land and it was like already at like 500,000 in like an hour but I was like wow that same thing like I just like spoke into the 
spoken to my sprite. It wasn't even water. It's, it's all great. about the intention, I think. Yeah, yeah. I agree. And I, I remember during this phase, like in the spring, you had several things come through that we thought we were like, oh, this is it. This is the breakthrough. Like, this is the person you're supposed to be with, or this is, you know, the problem with your skin or blah, blah, blah. But it was never the actual thing. So it's like you have to be continuously thinking like, okay, it's if, if it's not this, it's something better. Yes. Yes. Always, always. If it's not this, it's something better. And I actually do, um, I've been doing some of uh, the water. If, if you guys are curious, the, the science behind the water manifesting, it's, there's a book called Hidden Messages in Water. And they do this like experiment where, have you heard of this? They take two cups of water and you like tell one cup of water, like, I love you. You're beautiful. All the things. And then when they freeze it, it makes these like beautiful crystalline structures. And then when you take the other cup oh. of water and you're like, I hate you, you're ugly. And you say like negative words to it and it freezes it makes these like ugly gnarled looking frozen crystalline structures i heard that on a podcast and it was about flowers though like you speak to the flower you're the most beautiful flower in the world and it like stays alive so much longer than the other flower like i hate you flower and like it dies so much faster yeah so and that's why i'm like so passionate about people that aren't aware of inner self-talk because it's the same thing like you are always saying horrible, ugly things to yourself, like inside your mind. Cause I used to do that until I like recognized it. Like sometimes you just don't even realize you're doing it. And then you recognize and you're like, mm-hmm. Whoa. Cause that's like that. They say will make can make you like physically ill. Like it will manifest like your negative thoughts will like manifest in your body. Same thing with like yelling at a flower. It sounds crazy. But like, if you're saying horrible things to yourself, to a plant, to an animal, whatever it like causes them, like it makes their cells like shrivel up and get like gross they do like a science experiment it's called like hidden messages in water the first step to manifesting anything is getting your self-talk in check that's when things started changing for me like when I started noticing what I was saying to myself what thoughts I was thinking what I was putting in my body when I woke up just you know instead of getting on Instagram like doing affirmations that's one of the easiest steps you can take to start manifesting yeah but in addition to that like what's your manifestation process um okay so i'm a projector or either one of you guys a projector or you both generator vibes manifesting generator i'm a manifesting generator yeah you guys just give me like straight up generator energy from the two of you so i'm a projector which if you guys aren't familiar with human design projectors are non-specific manifestors which means i don't have to like really set like a whole list of specific things I feel like I kind of just have like a general idea of like what I want to happen. And that's what I focus on. Like, I don't have to be like too terribly specific, which is nice because I like to give a lot of room to the universe to kind of play with it. I'm like, this is going to come to me in one way or the other. Um, But I've actually been doing lately. It changes for me kind of all the time. But I would say the most, most of mine are scripting and journaling. Like I write things. I do the water. Like I, I always speak into my water, just like when I'm drinking, like I'm healthy, I'm happy. Like I just always speak affirmations while I'm like drinking water. Those to me just always feel like they go hand in hand. My latest one has been voice memos. I will do kind of like subliminals to myself voice memos before I go to bed at night because they say your brain's like the most, um, I don't know, susceptible to whatever you want to create right before you go to sleep. Cause then when you go to sleep, you're kind of like marinating on it all night, but I will talk myself through a situation as if it's already happened, how exactly I want the situation to happen. So like, you know, for me, I, what's like one that I've been doing recently, I am going to Jamaica in a month. And so I'm doing like a photo shoot and like a bunch of content and stuff, Jamaica, 
it'll be like a bikini shoot, whatever. So I talk myself through like feeling like I'm the most confident version of myself, even if that situation's something outside of my comfort zone or something I don't typically do, you know, like I'll talk myself through exactly how it goes. I'm like, it was great, blah, blah, blah. Like it already happened. And I'll play that voice memo. And I kind of, I'll do a voice memo for like a week or two, the same one over and over every single night or a month or, you know, however long I need to do it until the event happens. But it's crazy when you start in advance saying exactly what you want to happen. Like for me, it was like, I really wanted to hit hundred K on Instagram. Cause I felt like that was such a milestone. I did that. Like, I, I think I wrote it like three days before my birthday. I was like, I have a hundred thousand followers. Like, thank you for making it to year 28 on my birthday hit hundred K. Like, I feel like anytime I, I start to create a scenario, I always try to voice memo and like, listen to it now. Cause I feel like it just speeds up the manifestation so much quicker. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. I am a scripter for sure. I write things down every day, every night. But don't you think that when you write things down and speak them, you have to say it in the present tense? Like, I have 100,000 followers. I have an amazing job. I make X amount of money. Because if you're doing in the future tense, it's like it hasn't happened. Yeah, it keeps like pushing away. I always say like, thank you for X amount of subscribers or thank you for 50 new subscribers this week to my Patreon. Thank you for this. Like, it's just, I'm already thanking you for it already happened. Um, Cause that's just like an easy one to pair gratitude with the present tense or even the past tense. You could just say like, you know, that was an amazing, an amazing photo shoot. Like the pictures were amazing. Like, I don't know, whatever you want to say, but present tense or past tense, but you never want to keep saying like, I want, or I need or something in the future. Cause then you just continually push that away. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Okay, so tell us about your crystal journey and have you always been into crystals? Because I'm a newfound crystal girl. You guys are older crystal girls than me, (laughs) but I'm like all into the crystals right now. Okay, this story is so crazy. Like, honestly, it's so long. I'm going to give you guys just like the the meat of the story because it's this could really go. So to answer your question, was I always a crystal girl? No. And I've been into manifestation and law of attraction. I've been into pretty much anything and everything, but I crystals for me, I was just kind of like, I, I believe in everything because if you think about it, crystals, everything carries a frequency. So I know that like a flower, an animal, a rock, a crystal from the ground, like I know everything carries a frequency. So I think that you can use crystals to help alter your frequency in your body, which then like makes you in an alignment with the manifestation. Like to me, I can kind of like rationalize it, but I just never really like knew a whole lot about them. I think it's a lot about intention. Well, I had a friend that was like, we should get Moldavite. And this is when I was seeing it all over TikTok. Everyone was like, don't get Moldavite. It's so scary to like rock your world and like all this stuff. Like be careful because, you know, I like one girl gets Moldavite. She's like, my husband divorced me and like all this crazy shit happened. And you're like, what? So me being the crazy person that I am, I'm like, bring it on, baby. Let's go. I had been in like a waiting phase of my life for like a lot of things. I was like supposed to go on a TV show and like was supposed to do all these things. And like, which is, and it was coming out of COVID. I was just in an all around like waiting phase. I felt like I was just waiting for all this stuff to happen. I was like, Moldavite, bring it on. So I got a ring, which you can get it in any form. I guess you could hold a stone or like wear a crystal or whatever. I got a ring. And it's like pretty expensive. I got it at Cosmic Connections in Nashville, if you guys are interested in going. But like the first day I put it on, there was like so many things that happened. But the first day that I put it on, there was like a guy that I was kind of casually seeing. 
within 24 hours, like I had been kind of casually seeing him for like a month, within 24 hours of me putting on this ring, seeing him once, our whatever we were doing was completely over. Like ended. It was like, so we had this weird thing happen and it like ended. Like he was immediately like gone. Like basically Moldavite, anything that's not serving your highest good is taken out of your life. So like, then I just went through all this crazy stuff. Like the show that I was supposed to go on to, that opportunity was gone. Um, my, the management that I was with left, but I signed with new better management. Like a lot of really positive things. It's like when my skin was breaking out, all this crazy stuff was happening like so fast. Like a lot of decisions that I've been like waiting around on all came to a head all at once. Like I was like, oh my gosh. Oh, that was when I was fainting and broke my nose. Right. So I had been like going out just drinking probably too much. Oops. And it was like the Moldavite was like, no, if you want to get serious about what you need to do, then you need to stop fluffing around on the weekends. And I fainted once at Allie's house, Mm -hmm. probably had a mild concussion, fainted the second time and broke my nose. And that was when I was like, okay, this Moldavite really just came in to whoop my ass. <laughs> yeah. I've never fainted like, in my life. I mean, maybe like when I was like seven, I don't know. Like it was so weird. All this crazy stuff was happening to me. And that's when I was like, okay, crystals, let me just tell you, crystals are real. I don't care what anyone says. That is real. And the, so finally, I'm not kidding. It was like a week before I met Austin. I went to sleep. And I was like, ow, oh my God. It was like I was having a Charlie horse in my finger. And I was like, oh my God, ow, oh my God, my hand, what? And I looked down and it was the finger that my Moldavite ring was on. I was like, ah! And I took it off and put it on my bedside table because I was like, okay, I think it's like done. Like, I think it's like, nope, that's all. Like, we're done. And then... Yeah, like a week later, I met Austin, and then I launched my Patreon, like completely changed like the course of my business. Yeah, it was crazy. It really does purge everything. Moldavite. Everything was purged. Even my skin was physically purging. So it was like breaking out, like things were coming out of my body. It was just, it was crazy. And honestly, if I hadn't experienced that myself, I would still have been like, oh, I don't know. Is that real? It's real. <laughs> Let me just tell you. It's real. Uh, when I see the Moldavite, that we have a really awesome crystal um, store in Haleiwa, North Shore, Hawaii. And when I see the Moldavite, I'm like, nope. Like, turn. I'm like, hell no. But I had a story like this happen. So we went to the crystal store. I w- went with Allie when she was in Hawaii and I got a bunch of them, but I got pyrite, which is like the money, the money crystal. It's fool's gold, basically. It's like what I'd known it to be before. And um, I had that one and a few others, and I kind of keep them, like, on my side table. So one morning, I was getting ready to go to work. My friend Julia was over, and I was like, oh, like, I can't believe I have to work today. It's Sunday. Like, I'm not going to get any tips. Like, it's going to be so slow. And Julia was like, I'm going to manifest you getting a bunch of tips today. And I was like, okay, thank you, Julia. And so I'm, like, getting ready to leave, and I have my fanny pack. And I'm like, and I see the pyrite on my side table, and I'm like, you know what? should toss it in my fanny pack real quick. So I toss it in my fanny pack, go to work, whatever. And one girl doesn't show up. So automatically it's just me and and another guy working, my best friend at work, Damien. And we're like, oh gosh, like it's just us two. But he's like, but you know what? We're going to get more tips because we don't have to split it between three. We'll just split it between two. And I'm like, oh, you're right. Okay. That's a positive. Then this man comes in, he orders a coffee and a shot of 42. He puts $300 in the tip jar. $300 bills in the tip jar and was like, I just want to tip somebody here. Like you guys are so awesome. And then leaves. And I'm like, 
Holy shit. Like, I put the pyrite in my purse. This girl doesn't show up. And then this man throws $300 in the tip jar. So we, like, got to split it just between us two and, like, made hella tips that day on, like, a slow Sunday. That is so cool. I love that. That's when you know you're like, all right, that's just not a coincidence. I don't believe in coincidence. I am not. I wasn't a crystal girl either. I'm kind of like you. I was like, oh, like, cool. Like, couldn't hurt, you know, like, whatever. And then we went to the crystal store. And I don't know, like, mm-hmm. when you're shopping for crystals, if you have to go with the one that you're drawn to, like the one you hold it and you're like, you know what, I can't stop thinking about this one. Like, I need to get this one. Yeah. Even if you don't know. And so we got the pyrite. We both got the pyrite. Mm-hmm. I got amethyst because it helps with emotional clearing. Yeah. And we got aventurine, which is the lucky stone. It's great for people that have a side hustle or are working on something big. And then I got quartz, yeah, which is good for intuition and manifesting. Yeah, we got a ton now. Like, yeah, I have to, I have all my pictures of like when I buy them, I take a picture of the description, like saved in a folder on my phone. And now, since the pyrite thing, I've told my friends this story, and like we're getting ready to go out. They're like, "Hey, uh, why don't you throw some crystals in your purse?" And I'm like, "I told you guys, I told you guys, it's real." Oh, I told you it's real. Oh, oh it's so real. That's that reminds me of so my friend Shannon for people that don't know her, she's been single for a while and she's like, just been going out. Like she just keeps getting done so dirty. And it was when I was like going through that similar situation. I remember I was literally, I had like the night, the night that I met Austin, I had rose quartz and I put rose quartz in my purse. And I was like saying the whole, like, I do not chase. I attract. Cause I had just like maybe like a week or so into things with the guy that I was seeing before that was like, and I knew I was going to run into them. And I was doing the whole, like, I do not chase. I attract what belongs to me or somebody find me. And I don't typically like go out and do that every night. I was having a, I was having a low moment. And I remember I brought my heart rose quartz and it was in my purse. And I went, <laughs> <laughs> and that's the love crystal. Yeah. But also I feel like. I feel like now I'm like, which ones? Toss them all in. I feel like (laughs) when I had the intention, like I want to make a lot of tips today and I put it in there without really thinking about it, just kind of toss it in. But now when I go out and I'm like, all of them and like shove my purse, when it has intention, it's more powerful for sure. When anything has intention, it's powerful. Yeah. Agree. I love that story bird. (laughs) Yeah. It was, I feel like I have a lot of weird, of weird like crystal things. People like I've come back to Oxford and, or like just my friends in general and they're like, Oh, you're a crystal girl now? Like, you're a crystal girl now? And I tell them the stories, and they're like, so which one should I get? I'm like, see? (laughs) See? Don't doubt. It can't hurt. Why not try it? Okay, I want to go back to something really quick about human design, because I feel like not a lot of people have heard about that, Mm -hmm. and I know we mentioned it earlier. So can you give us just, like, a quick rundown of what human design is and where people can go to learn more about it? Yes. Okay. So human design is, it's almost like a combo, a hybrid of astrology and Enneagram, but it's specific to you. So it's not like I'm a cancer. It's like, it takes into account your exact information, time of birth, place, all of the things. And I personally think I am a, so my human design is I'm a projector and I'm a researcher martyr, which means I research things to the millionth degree but also the martyr means that I must try them myself. Like you couldn't explain it to me like Moldavite. I had to experience Moldavite myself for me to really like gather data. And then I tell people. That's why I'm an influencer because I love to review and research products and I love to try them and tell people. So it made sense with like how I ended up in my career that I'm in. So all that being said, since I am a researcher, when it comes to human design, I've worked with people who've taken all of the Myers-Briggs, the Enneagram, the astrology, like anything you could take testing wise 
human design has been shockingly, jarringly the most accurate, I think, to a specific individual. Like everyone in my life, I know everyone's human design. And every time I do their chart or read it to them, they're like, okay, this is scary accurate. The thing is, human design can be a little more difficult to read your chart because it is a lot more specific to you. But once you crack the code, you're like, oh my gosh, my whole life makes sense. So for example, I'm a projector, which means we are a non-energy type, which people are surprised by, but I get energy when I'm around other people. Like when I'm doing things like that energizes me, but when I'm by myself, like I have to recharge and projectors sleep the most. And I always thought that was a bad thing. Like I've, since I was a baby, when I was a little kid, like I never wanted to go to school. I, I sleep. I take a nap every day. Yesterday I slept for two hours in the middle of the day because I put out a lot of energy and then I need to like recharge. That's how projectors are. So when I took my test, I was like, this makes perfect sense because I've been living this way. But I thought, you know, something was wrong with me or like, oh, I'm lazy if I don't get up at 6am every day. Like, no, that's just like how I process information and recharge. So I feel like human design is such a great tool because it gives people a permission slip. Like Ali's a manifesting generator and manifesting generators are, they get really excited and they love to try new things and, and kind of dabble in a lot of things. And, you know, society conditions us that we have to start a task and finish it. It's like, no, you don't. If you're a manifesting generator, play around with a lot of things at once and see what you like. And if you don't like it, move on to the next thing. Like you don't have to be in this committed relationship with like, Oh, I started a book and I read three chapters and the first three chapters were good. And then I lost interest, put it away, move on. I feel like human design is a really good tool for you to understand how to best use your energy, which is so important. Cause like for me now I really sleep is my number one thing. It's like projectors. That's the most important thing. And I wasn't prioritizing my sleep. And now I feel so much better working out and your eating patterns are also touched on in human design and they resonated with me the most. And I always tell people the way that you can figure out what your best eating patterns are is, um, so projectors are like birds. So like a projector is like literally a visual projector, like a thing you would see on a movie screen projector. They're supposed to eat like birds, like light meals infrequently, kind of like steady, but like small bits. But when I was a child, that's how I always ate like my whole life. You can compare your design type to what you did as a child and usually they will match up. Yeah. And I, I feel like ever since I've started living by my human design, things just flow better. As a manifesting generator, like you said, like I need to be involved in many different things to feel lit up and excited and you know that's okay yeah manifesting generators get really into different eating habits and patterns and they try different things like I've been gluten-free dairy-free I've done paleo whole 30 and bounced around and I've never committed to something for you know years and years but it's fine to try different things so I think that that's been one of the most helpful tools that I've picked up in the past couple of years is human design. Oh, 100%. I, I always tell people if they feel like they struggle with any type of like sleeping problems or eating problems or just feeling drained, that's the best place to start because it will completely give you permission to live your life how you're supposed to live it. Mm-hmm. Like we're, we're all created so differently. And I really believe in bio individuality, which means like what works for me won't work for you, bird, vice versa. Like we all mm-hmm. are going to do things. So it's like, don't ever listen to freaking influencers, be an influencer, but don't ever, like, I never give people advice on my like routines or sleeping habits or anything. So I'm like, what works for me might not work for you. Like, that's just kind of how it is. So human design, you can find out your information at myhumandesign.com. That's with Jenna Zoe. She, I think is like the pioneer of modernizing Mm -hmm. human design. But if you want to, her videos are paid. I paid for them because I always love to support other creators, but I love her videos. Yeah. I think her videos are the most thorough and 
fantastic. But you can also look up individual uh, pieces of your chart for free on YouTube to kind of get started if you're not ready to take the, the plunge and in investing in it. But I recommend investing. <laughs> yeah, I do too. I did her course on mastering your human design and that kind of takes you in a deep dive into your energy type. And then I did the eating for your human design and that was amazing. I love that one. Okay, last thing I want to just touch on before we let you go. So you're in your late 20s. That's a huge time in your life. So am I. Tell us a little bit about Saturn return and what that is and what's been the biggest thing that you've learned about yourself during this time period. Ooh, okay. So because I, Allie, you and I are both in our Saturn returns, right? Yep. Wait, tell people what that is first. Your Saturn return is a time period in your life that typically happens for women in their late 20s that is a big shift. It's a big time period of change and you can change in your career and your friendships, emotionally, personally. It's just, it signifies a big point of change and you see it a lot in late 20s, early 30s for women. Yes. So I was trying to get like the exact definition of Saturn return, but it's basically like a point in your life, Ali, you describe it perfectly, where you get really serious about, you know who you are, you know what you're here to do, and you know really what I'm here to do. This is my soul's purpose. This is like the contract that I have in this lifetime, which I definitely feel like it's crazy how much I I really divide it into when I was pre before 25 and then after 25. I feel like the year of 25 is what is about to propel you into your Saturn return, like hitting that 26th uh, year. You're like, oh my gosh, like I don't even recognize. And I'm like, Bird, I'm so excited for you because you have such a good head start. Like you already know about all the stuff. I didn't know about any of this when I was your age mm-hmm. at all. Um, so a couple of them have been one is learning to set boundaries and like not be a people pleaser. I feel like that was on, I was running myself ragged up until my 26th year trying to do everything and not understanding how to like appropriately use my energy. My probably like my main thing that I live by is following the path path of least resistance, which is really, really, really finding ways to simplify your life. Like I feel like we were not created to work a nine to five job. Like I feel like you can just use your time more efficiently in ways. And like, for me, I find that my parents were very corporate. And so I was raised being like, you have to work really hard to make money and you have to grind and like grind hustle culture was like so big in our twenties. Like I was like taking Adderall and like working all night and like doing all this stuff. And I'm like, okay, no, it doesn't have to be that hard. Like I have completely switched my perspective into this like later end of my twenties to like, you can make money easily and you can do it by like having fun. Like I will now accept like a brand partnership and I'm like, okay, how can I make this fun? Can I do a little dance on TikTok? And I'm still making money. And that stuff actually performs better than the stuff that I was trying so hard to like force and to do. Like, I feel like I've just really stepped away from forcing things and I do everything. I'm like, is this going to be fun for me? Cause if not, it's probably not going to like translate as well in a business sense. A lot of people think that like, oh, you can't just be like having fun and running a business. And I'm like, yeah, but you should be enjoying what you're doing because people can read that energy, which is ultimately what attracts more success. So I think it's like, for me, it's been taking a lot of pressure off myself and finding genuine enjoyment in like all aspects of my life. Before I was like, well, I'm prepared to like work all night and be miserable and hate my life. And that's just like society. And I'm like, no, it doesn't have to be like that. Mm-hmm. I always tell people that though, because I like make TikToks about living in Hawaii and I'm like, yeah, like I don't work in nine to five and I live here and I 
I'm like self-sufficient. And everyone's like, that is not true. Like you're a trust fund baby. If you're not working kind of, I'm like, no, there's so many ways these days to like live a happy life with all that you need without having to just like go grind the entire day and like hate your life. And so I agree. Mm -hmm. I think for me in my Saturn return, I think, you know, I'm still kind of early in mine, but learning about energy and my vibration and being able to shift from a lower end to a higher end vibration has been really big for me because you can start to see when things are blocked, it's when you're in the low. And then when you shift to the high, it's, you know, things start moving and flowing and it's being able to easily and quickly maneuver through that. You're so good. You're so in tune with yourself too. Like you are always like, I know when I'm out of alignment and when I am in alignment, that's such a gift. Yeah. yeah, I think, you know, going back to us in our early 20s, that's something that you have to learn. It doesn't just come automatically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, AG, what is something that you are excited about right now? Ooh, I'm going on a um, vacation for New Year's Eve, me and Austin. Basically, the first time I get to travel outside of the country in like two years. <laughs> and this morning I woke up and I was putting together outfits. I was like, oh my gosh, me, Bahamas, and this bikini. And it's literally in 35 days. And that's how excited I am because I he's been in football season and I haven't got to see him like at all. So going on a trip. What else am I really excited about? Uh, I'm getting back on my doing my TikTok dances and those just bring me like so much happiness and joy. It brings me happiness when I'm on my for you page and you pop up and you're just like slaying and I'm like, (laughs) how the hell? Because my literal TikTok bio is if I start dancing on here, call the police. Like I'm just such a bad dancer. I'm like, I wish I could do what AG does and just like shake, shake it on TikTok. Y'all, that was a later in life development. I'm not kidding. I've never danced ever until I downloaded TikTok. Um, And then my, my last thing I'm really excited about is I am starting to do interviews tomorrow. Kim's coming on my Patreon and also Brad, who's Brad's like a celebrity astrologist. And so I'm trying to really take my followers who are like fashion followers into the woo because I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I've told Al or Allie knows that I do work with the Akashic records and I'm trying to like sort of streamline that into my Patreon. I feel like bringing Kim on and some other people will help make it less intimidating or, you know, less foreign, trying to normalize some of it. So that's tomorrow. Tell us about your Patreon. Where can people find you? What is it? Yes. Yes. Tell us about that. Please join me on Patreon. So it's a subscription platform. I always tell people it's similar to OnlyFans, except I'm not naked. It's educational. (laughs) So um, we upload videos every Tuesday and Friday. And I have a videographer that comes and sets up my house. And honestly, The beginning has just been advice that I would give to my younger self, advice to anyone as a content creator. And then it really just got so much more um, broad than that. Basically, like anyone who's interested in doing literally anything, like you don't have to be a content creator. You can just be interested. We have people that are interested in real estate, pretty much anyone that's interested in upleveling their life through, you know, I do breath work. I do ways to reduce anxiety. I do um, manifestation techniques. I'm just like literally teaching people everything that I've learned from like the ground up and giving them like actionable tools and steps and takeaways and things they can implement in their day-to-day life. So with the holidays coming up, we're doing a lot of stuff on how to not get triggered by family members, um, ways to keep your peace at the holidays because it's very stressful. And, um, yeah, bringing on all of my favorite intuitive guides onto my platform. 
people follow you for like awesome outfits and now they're woo woo girls. It's like one thing for the next. Exactly. Hold on. I'm like, so we're taking you here. It's kind of been nice because on Patreon, <laughs> I feel safe there. It's, it's tricky to go on Instagram where I have all these people that know me for one thing. And then all of a sudden I'm like, here's my crystal collection. And they're like, ah, what? <laughs> So I've been like trying to like slowly <laughs> integrate them oh gosh, into the, that's so into funny. the But yeah. So anyways, all that being said, I'm on Instagram at Anna Grace Newell and um, my Patreon's linked in my bio and there's, there's tier options. There's three membership levels. There's a general level. There's a level that you can live stream with me, which is coming up in a few days. And then there's um, some monthly live stream. You can basically ask me any question you want and we create any video based off of user input. So it's a super personalized program. And then there's options for one-on-one calls that are like a higher price point, but the the starting two are super affordable. It's like a cup of coffee. So if you like this podcast, go to Anna Grace's Patreon, sign up. You won't regret it. We yeah. are actually going to sign up for the holiday family yeah. triggering Ooh, hold course on, because hold on. Uh, we need that. Yeah. And we're going to link your Instagram and your Patreon, everything in the show notes down here. So you guys can find that easily Yay. as well. Last, last thing. They were like last thing and then 29 more things. (laughs) We just, we love you too much. Um, Okay. So every episode we end it with a mantra and a would you rather. So we want to hear what is a mantra that you are living by? Oh, um, what is my, I like have so many that I'm, I'm rotating. What have I been doing lately? I've been kind of on the, I do not chase. I attract train a lot lately because a lot of my stuff is like for my subscription platform. So I'm just like putting a lot of faith that people will find me, but you know what? The other one that I've just been like blaring is I just listened to this over and over all day long is, um, that ching, ching, ching goes the money tree every time it ching. Oh, I love that. Oh one. my gosh. <laughs> so abundantly from the top left, right. And up under me, <laughs> like I do that all day long and I swear I'll get like an inbox. I'm like, Oh, I just got a random $300 commission check. Or like, Oh, I just got like, that one is magic. That's so that's the one that I always tell people like it's ching, ching goes the money tree or so it's on Spotify. We're going to link it. I love it. Yeah. Listen to it when you get ready, before you go out, when you're driving. It's think, awesome. Yes. Yeah, that's been my biggest like affirmations that there's this uh, playlist. I'll, I'm going to text it to you guys after this it's called I'm thriving and it's an affirmation playlist. And there's like, statistically, it's like, you're 10 times more likely to create something if you say it out loud, but you're like 50 times more likely to do it if you say it in a rhyming format with a song, because it gets like stuck in your head and just like plays over and over. And I have been really into like song affirmation, like that I am woman song. Yeah, I tell people if you want to get into mantras, do the like song mantras. It's like really trendy right now. And I'm into it. I just discovered that the playlist is called I'm thriving. I'll send it to you guys. Yeah, please text it to us and then we'll link it down here yeah, too. We, I we need to thrive. Yeah. Okay, time for our would you rather. Bird. Do you have one? Okay, would you rather sit down and have a lunch with your younger self or your older self? And I mean like 15-year-old self around teenage years or like 70-year-old self? Oh. I'll go off what I think first. So I honestly... Like, cause I'm, I don't want to know like the future stuff. So I think I'd pick my younger self because think about all the things you could tell your younger self that like you already know happened that you could like prepare that person mm-hmm. for. But also it's like, you have to go th- grow through what you go through. So I'm like, I don't know, but I think I'd pick my younger self. I feel like I would have like some good advice to give her. I was going to say, I would, pick, I would pick my younger self too, surprisingly, but I actually have 
I've had experiences with knowing too much information, like going to see intuitives who, you know, give me a future forecast and it's kind of tripped me up. So I don't really go see anyone in that realm as much anymore because I feel like it's, it's easy to get fixated and it's, it's, you start trying to control the outcome. Um, I would talk to my younger self because you can actually do so much of our like manifestation work is like healing our inner child and like our younger self. So I feel like if you can heal that younger version of yourself, you'll actually like speed up some of your manifestations and like work in the future. So I feel like that would be like most beneficial, even though I I would love to sit down with 70 year old AG. I hope I'm still kicking (laughs) y'all. Still TikTok dancing. All right. Okay. I feel bad because when you said that one, I was like, everyone's going to pick their future self, like blah, blah, blah. But actually I think that's such a good one. And I don't know. I think I would still go with my older self. I would tell her, look, don't tell me specifics, but let me know how, this worked out. Like, do I, what do I need to look out for? How do I get this? That's, those are the things that sometimes I get stressed and anxious about, but knowing that those things happen, I feel like would bring me a lot of peace. Yeah. It's like not to get technical in this woods you rather, but you couldn't be like, Hey, guess what happened to you? This is what happened. So like, it would be like a very, like, it would be a vague conversation. A vague conversation. Like I could, you wouldn't be specific. Like I wouldn't freak out this like teenage sarcar, but I'd be like, listen up, sweetie. So maybe let's not do this. Okay. Like let's, let's steer away from this. But yeah, I agree. I think that they're both good, younger or older. It's both. Yeah. Agreed. Oh, yeah. Okay. AG, I love you so much. I love you guys. Thank you for coming on here. We really appreciate it. I'm like so stoked for this episode. Me too. We would normally talk about these things in real life. So yeah, no doubt. (laughs) No doubt. (laughs) 